This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. The suicide bomber. All right, so this is getting, and I said this earlier today, that this is getting to the point where it, it's becoming so commonplace, we're in danger of, of watching the news and going, huh, yeah. happened again. Mm-hmm. I looked at this, uh, right after it happened, I looked at some of the photos um, back from the Brussels attack, mm-hmm. uh, Brussels airport. It fit it to the T. The doctrine, the tactics they used, fit it to a T. Mm-hmm. Now, if you watch, they're playing, on, they're playing the, uh, the, the, sh- the, the video right there. Mm-hmm. Um, what, one of the really cool parts of this story was how the Turkish cop actually mm-hmm. foiled the attack. Now, imagine that. They killed 49 people, wounded over almost, almost 300 more, right. but they only got 49 people, and they could have gotten about two to 300 people, and it's because of this Turkish cop. Now, right there, they're running away. Um, he's shooting because the cop f- saw him, jumped on him, and stopped him from going to the, to the more populated area. So this could have been a whole lot worse. Mm-hmm. So the, the, how many guys were there? How many terrorists there were there? Three. Three, right? Three. three. One guy blew himself up. Same as in Brussels, by the way. Mm-hmm. They also used three attackers. Good mm-hmm. riddance. Um, and then there were two that, that survived. Uh, and they're, they're, did we capture them both? Well, I, I think that it's important that we acknowledge that part of the reason why this is happening is because Turkey, like many other countries, like our own country, refuses to acknowledge terrorism. And right. they hadn't been as vocal uh, in getting involved with this war on terrorism because they didn't want it to harm their tourist yeah. attractions there. Wait, and so, wait, wait, wait. I'm serious. How big a t- tourist destination is Turkey? People go, come to Turkey. It's a oh, hub. Istanbul it's a is hub. beautiful, guys. It's, it's one of my, I've been all over the world. It's one of my most favorite places in the world. Mm-hmm. I crazy. never would have thought of, mm-hmm. of, of scheduling a vacation mm-hmm. to Istanbul. Yeah, I mean, so that airport, while we diverge a little bit, but that right. airport, while you leave that airport and drive into Istanbul proper, you see the, the culture is insane. Mm-hmm. You pass the old Byzantine wall from right. the Byzantine Empire. Um, you see Egyptian uh, uh, obelisks that they brought over from, like, you know, a thousand years ago. Right. You see the old uh, Orthodox churches from back during, you know, like the, the uh, medieval times. Uh, then you see the mosques. The blue mosque is beautiful. You see an old Roman hippodrome. It's a beautiful place. Tons of tourists go through there. <sighs> yeah, it's beautiful. And, and it, so it's, they're it's so pl- concerned. They were concerned about uh, people not coming to Turkey. They didn't want to dis- disrupt the atmosphere. Well, right. they, now they have no choice. I was going to say, it's, it, that plan you know? didn't work out so well for them. I'd like to it? expand on that, Lawrence, a little bit. And you're exactly right. They, it's, they're, they have not, they, looking up until now, mm-hmm. they haven't had to deal with a terrorist attack. No. Now, how is that possible no. when they're right next to the and caliphate? analysts kept saying, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. The reason being is, is that Turkey said, okay, screw it. We're going to let all the terrorists go down into Syria because we want them to battle Assad. Mm-hmm. And we also want to battle the people that we declare terrorists. That's a good the point. Kurds. They want these terrorists attacking the Kurds. Now, the moment that we put a little bit of pressure on them and told mm-hmm. them, hey, you, you're a NATO company or a country, you have to kind of back our play here, they, when they started clamping down the border, only then did they start seeing terrorist attacks. Now, these types of attacks are ISIS saying, 
remember this unspoken, unsigned kind of handshake agreement we had? Mm -hmm. You better get back to that, or you're going to be seeing a lot more of this in the future. So that's why you think that they chose to to exactly uh, to attack exactly now? why. Yep. But if you if but if they um, back down and they open that border back up, these things will magically disappear. You won't see them in Turkey anymore. That's a big problem. It's a big problem. Yeah. And it's something that we have to take serious at the U.S. because we constantly will not call the terrorists by their name. We won't talk about their ideology. We won't acknowledge uh, what's happening. Uh, The president says, just continue your day as usual. Well, that's not the reality of the world that we live in. Everybody needs to be vigilant. Everyone needs to be watching their back because you don't know what the target is. I mean, think about DFW. As much as they have the mm-hmm. TSA there, it is the number one place in the United States uh, where, where they have uh, guns and, and different things that have made it through right. the airport security. Like, why are these people even here at this point? Have you seen TSA security lines lately? I know. We have created a choke point of death. That now oh, these yeah. terrorists, these terrorists, they're not on the run. They've evolved no, their tactics. Oh, yeah. Now, and look at the symbology of this attack, too. Before, the crown jewel was to blow an airplane out of the sky. Blow right. a passion plane, kill 200 people instantly. That was the crown jewel. Now they're saying, now that we've created all these uh, security uh, provisions in the airports, they're saying, you know what? You can't protect your people. Go ahead and instill all the security. We'll take advantage of that choke point that you've right. created, and we'll hit that instead. And we'll still kill the same 200 people regardless. Exactly. That's in the line. That's yes, just sitting there. The line. Around is, there. Or as I like to call it, security theater. Right. Because that's all it is. They're, they're pretending it's as if they're doing something. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the terrorists are waiting to attack, yeah. just like they did yesterday. They're, they're adapting to our security. We're not adapting our security based off their attacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, it's almost like we say that they're on the run, but now it kind of looks like we're on the run because oh, yeah. we're not getting better. No. We're not designing security. Guys, this is the new norm. Right. Get used to it. Right. Schools, God mm-hmm. help us. Mm-hmm. Um, shopping malls, mm-hmm. we, they've already hit nightclubs. These are all, this is all standard fare now. Just mm-hmm. get ready. This is the new norm. If we don't adapt our security, it's going to be this stuff every single day and it's going to get bloodier and bloodier. We went to um, uh, New York last weekend and we got to the airport here. We got to Love Field actually about two hours uh, before our flight because we expected these long lines. Actually, there weren't. Not, Not in, in Love Field, but DFW. But at Love Field, what, three weeks, two weeks ago, remember the guy who got all oh, yeah. uppity and he, oh, yeah, that, he picked uh, up the rock? Having a sh- a shoot oh, him. Yeah. A domestic, and the video of that, I mean, that was scary. The guy just, you know, shooting and they kept yelling at him to yeah. get down. But I, I think uh, the, there was great law enforcement work yesterday, but I, I think there is an importance what, to neutralize, neutralize the target. I know there's people that they see these police shootings and they say, why didn't they stop shooting? You shoot until you neutralize the target. If that cop would have continued to shoot that guy, maybe he wouldn't have been able to trigger the bomb because his gun went away, right. and then he ended up hitting it. You have to neutralize the target. You can't be concerned about the cameras and this PC culture. It's going to get us all killed. I would not want to be a cop. No. Not right now. I mean, you've got your hands tied. Uh, it just feels like A no- cop, even in the military. I mean, right. we're talking yes. about we have allowed um, kids to be raped on military bases by other foreign country soldiers. And when our, our soldiers stand up for them, they get thrown out of the military. They get chastised. It's unbelievable. Well, and we've, we have um, put so many rules on our soldiers. When you were in, you were part of that, that, that time period, because I remember, um, God, it's been a few years ago now, but I remember when I lived in Nashville, I was in the Target parking lot and saw a, uh, I think he was a Marine, or maybe, no, he was from the 101st. So I asked him how things were going. And he said they've put so many, all these points they had to check off before they could actually fire their weapon. Mm. 
you know, uh, were you familiar with that whole, when they came down with a list of rules, you got to do this, 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 was before you pull the trigger? Was that here in Iraq? Uh, it was, no, it was Iraq after Afghanistan. probably eight, nine years ago. Okay. It was, well, yes, we were in Iraq still. So, yeah, I guess it was technically part of the Iraq war, which at that point was kind of going off eight different directions. My unit was the first ground conventional unit into Afghanistan directly after 9-11. So we had deployed into Pakistan two weeks after 9-11, and we were in Afghanistan another two weeks after that. So You could pretty much just aim to Do shoot. what you want right. to do. Yeah. The rules of engagement were very loose, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I hate to put it in these words, but we were very thirsty for some revenge, well, yeah. and the, everybody Absolutely. was. Back then, I can remember, I can recall specifically uh, some chatter over the radio with some snipers, mm-hmm. and they we had just been get, we'd been getting hit several nights in a row, and uh, they were go- they went over through the uh, through the comms and said, hey, I see uh, you know a few people out there, um, they could be goat herders, but they kind of looks like they have weapons. Um, what should we do? And the callback was like, well, use your best judgment. Are they are they are they are they, st- are they, st- are they carrying sticks? Are they carrying guns? Like, ah, kind of looks like guns. Engage. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all you needed. Mm-hmm. Now it, and then. We, 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 we enabled them to take Kabul and Kandahar pretty much instantly, within mm-hmm. a month. Nowadays, that stuff doesn't happen. And Jason, but. speaking of, and I know just by your experience, I don't know how much you want to get into this, but this has also brought up this conversation about interrogation. Mm-hmm. Um, should we be interrogating students? Should we be using the same strategy? Um, I know a lot of people talk about waterboarding and different things like that, and it's about adapting. You know, you can speak to this, but it's about adapting to what the enemy yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it's playing on their few their fears and sure. things like that. So I think, me personally, I still think that we should do what we need to do to get the information. Oh, yeah. bamboo stocks under the fingernails if it gets us the information. <laughs> but I mean, does that sort that, of thing work? That's, that's what the enemy does. Um, yes, it does work. People that say torture does think. not work have never done torture before and they've never received torture before. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does work. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do, let me clarify this, is not torture. Mm-hmm. Okay, waterboarding is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone's ever died yeah, you under, don't die. Uh, an, it's, under waterboarding. It, it's the illusion. And it's not the first thing that happens. So I'm going to try and explain this really quickly without getting in trouble and getting a call from the DOD. But our interrogation techniques, our advanced, um, enhanced interrogation techniques, and you almost said it exactly. It plays off of fear. Mm-hmm. It's based off of phobia. So there's a list of phobias that I can't mm-hmm. go into that every human is scared of. It starts with a very minor thing. One person like you might hate to be yelled at. They find that out in boot camp. You know what I mean? Most <laughs> people do not like to be yelled at, and they instantly I stab attention. Right. And you can, you can get someone to do whatever they want if you yell at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the majority of the people out there. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's wild animals. That's when you see the dogs come in every once in a while. They're not mm-hmm. biting them. Mm-hmm. They're playing off of a phobia. Right. Now, some people are have you know, real hard days, right. and they're they, yeah, and have a dad, and they've been right. subject to a lot, and you're not getting through to them. But everybody in the world is scared of drowning. Mm-hmm. They are. Everybody is scared of drowning. So it goes through a progression, and yeah, there's, you don't, there's multiple you don't, progressions. You, you don't, don't jump right to it. Doing waterboarding, they don't drown you. There's no way way they're going to drown you. But it's the perception. It's, it's your per- perception. You feel it's the feeling like of it. it. Yeah, you yeah. feel like it. So it goes through a long progression. It's not just you start with the hard. That's that mm-hmm. is the hardest, mm-hmm. uh, or the most. If you looked at all of our methods, you would think, okay, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. But for some people, that's not the worst. For some people, just putting them in a dark room for two days mm-hmm. is the worst you could possible do. You know, Jason, how do you feel? Because this also has turn to this conversation since we now have Americans now that are becoming terrorists, uh, homebred terrorists. How do you feel about American citizens being those same tactics being used on American citizens? Because quite frankly, I don't care. 
have they been radicalized? Right. Are they, if, if mm-hmm. the moment where, the, in my opinion, I, and I hate the word lone wolves, I don't use it, I think it's a made-up term to disguise the fact that terror groups are active. Mm-hmm. They're getting, they're being radicalized by someone overseas, um, or the person that radicalized them eventually was somebody from overseas radicalized them. And they're probably getting direct orders to do what they're doing, whether it's through message boards or whatever. Um, but it's point, smart to, to but it's smart to characterize them as lone wolves because then they don't really have a connection. Although they are connected, they don't have a connection to a group. Right. Right. Exactly. And then you can claim that you're beating that group. Yes. That's why I hate the term. But to answer your question, I think that at that point they become enemy combatants. Right. Terrorism is just a form of warfare. Right. No matter what, how you try to classify it, it's horrible. Warfare is horrible, folks. It is. Terror is just one means that an enemy group tries to defeat you. It's it's like bombing. It's like mm-hmm. an ambush. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a different a, and, a different tactic. I, I don't at understand. that point. I would use. Yeah, but why do people feel like that we can fight terrorist fear? Like th- this is this is a game. This is not a game. This you, is real mean, life. They can... Well, they think that you know we should sing Kumbaya, oh. and they're just gonna give oh. us the information. If we're kind Meanwhile, yeah. you bet if they catch one of our guys, one of our spies, one of our CIA operatives, yeah. one of our soldiers, they will torture them. I mean, sure. think about just with um, that one case where they stopped our naval ship. Um, you know, they released them, but they preyed on the motions of that female and mm-hmm. they use it against all those males. It doesn't take very much, yeah. you know, to get the information that you need. Well, and I think that people forget we uh, during the Revolutionary War, we became terrorists to a degree. When you think about the way the British were fighting, mm-hmm. you know, line up, come up, boom, mm-hmm. you know, line up. we finally figured out you hide in the trees you start plinking them off. Mm-hmm. So we technically mm-hmm. used terror or guerrilla warfare to defeat and to become a, 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 an independent country. Yeah. It's got to do what you got to do. That's know, just it. And it's interesting off of that, like before that warfare was gentle, it's, it was a gentleman's game. Right. Um, we actually kind of evolved that gentleman's game into modern day warfare. And it's actually mm-hmm. one of the reasons why in the 1800s we were considered the warriors of the warriors. Japan actually sought us out because we were the war. They sought technology people from all over the world. Um, hey, let, you know, teach us this, teach us this, teach us that. When they started making their little reformation, um, mm-hmm. breaking away from isolationism. And they brought warriors from America because we radically changed warfare. And isn't it interesting, the fact that we did, in fact, defeat the British with their gentlemen's warfare, the line-up, knee, shoot. That's what we've become again. Yeah. We've become the gentlemen's warfare. You've got to do it by the rules. You've got to do this, this, this. And then the terrorists, with their terrorist activity, their guerrilla warfare, they're kicking our ass. But I would like to point out that... that at the, at when they become like when an American chooses to attack Americans based off of orders from from a foreign land or a foreign soul or foreign group, they become enemy combatants at that point. Right. Absolutely. At that right. point, it would be Geneva Convention rules. That's exactly right. We don't break Geneva Convention rules under advanced interrogation techniques. We don't do it. Um, no matter how many congressmen or you know whoever is trying to you know stomp this out or make us you know wusses, mm-hmm. we're not breaking the Geneva mm-hmm. Convention there. Mm-hmm. So I would in, immediately declare. Even- even the most progressive uh, liberals that are in the House and Senate won't even go that far. When you're talking about Diane Feinstein, who was chairwoman of the uh, Intelligence Committee, have you ever heard her talk about interrogation tactics in a negative way? They don't because they understand that you get the information that you need and you're able to react to the enemy. It's just that simple. If, and, and, if, and if you think that's torture... 
you've never seen the effects of torture. You've never seen someone that's actually been tortured. Yeah. I have, yeah. and it's horrible. Right. It's horrible. Let's um, go to North Korea. Go to North Korea. Right. Let's <laughs> go to anywhere the, uh, in the Middle East. Anywhere right. Gulf Kingdom. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.